one of the arguments we made to the speaker in our objection is that what is really important with this process is that we look after the integrity of the process. And so this is no indication or our view on the professor's abilities or, um, on, or his expertise in the legal field. This is really about saying that if you're going to put together a panel that's going to look at whether or not the president should face impeachment, then you've got to make sure that any one of those people who are on that panel have, are not people who are seen to have made any political um, uh, views known, um, because whether in, in, in actual practice or perception, what you don't want is that at the end of the process, you don't want people saying, oh, but, you know, this panel was comprised of somebody who had expressed views about whether the president's presidency publicly supported it or not supported it. And so um, that has been the, the thrust of, of our objection. And, and so, look, the Speaker is well within her rights in terms of uh, the Section 89 rules of Parliament to put pick from the, the people that were nominated. So that is not what we're arguing for. What we're arguing for is that uh, if you go and, uh, and, and make a less than ideal appointment uh, to the panel, then you very well may, and may compromise the entire process. And in the end, it may be subject to review. Mm. And so she has now said that uh, she has taken the issue under advisement and uh, has requested a legal opinion. And, uh, and was quite uh, um, accepting yesterday during our meeting that, uh, you know, while due diligence was done, um, that in fact these were some really important points that were raised by both the DA and the EFS in this regard. And so we wait. Um, she had received the legal opinion yesterday, and so she had uh, undertaken to come back to us mm. within the next 24 hours. Who do you think, instead of Callan, should have been on that panel? Because we have some, we had some juridistic heavyweights among them, among the 17 nominees, like uh, uh, the former retired Constitutional Court Justice Yvonne Mohoro, the Deputy Chief Justice Dihang Mosuneke, as well as others. Uh, so, who do you think should have been there? Look, I mean, again, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it would have been the prerogative of the speaker. There were 17 people that were nominated. And from the DA side, we had uh, uh, nominated uh, the former Chief Justice Tehan Musenege, um, uh, Judge Mukhoro, and uh, Janet Traverso. Uh, and, of course, I mean, it's a nomination. And so those are the people that we had done our due diligence on. We had uh, uh, ascertained uh, in terms of their availability, some of them. Um, and so we really were convinced that uh, if you put together particularly a, a panel um, that is of people who are in the judiciary, you are unlikely to run into some of these difficulties where somebody, for instance, has expressed uh, political opinions one way or another. It doesn't mean that there are not, are not any academics out there who who have, who, I mean, who are particularly suitable. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that, of course, Professor Talent has been somebody who has, over the years, um, through his work and through his utterances on social media, his writings, yes. has somebody who has expressed an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those were our nominations. The speaker had a choice out of 17. And uh, we are still of the view that uh, 
this may very well compromise the process yes. if she goes ahead with this appointment. Is the DA not perhaps aggrieved that none of your nominations made the independent panel? And if Professor Callant is kept on the panel, do you as a DA feel there would be reasonable apprehension of bias by the Speaker? No, I mean, we're not, we're not uh, aggrieved at all because, of course, for us, obviously, I mean, the whole point is about the, the panel. We are, we are very keen on the panel to get started with its work. Um, and, of course, because we want to make sure that uh, we get the report from the panel on whether or not there's grounds for an impeachment process against the president. Uh, for us, it didn't really matter um, who uh, was put on the panel, as long as it were people that we believe, as I said, in action and perception. Because perceptions matter. Um, you know, in action and perception of people who are independent, um, and some and people who are going to be objective in this process as is required uh, uh-huh. uh, by the rules. Uh-huh. But uh, the rules are silent about um, about recourse when uh, the speaker puts together the panel. Yes. And so uh, we want to share from the speaker and, and uh, from the legal opinion, and so we can then uh, ascertain where to from there. Yes. Because, of course, she then uh, has the prerogative to, 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 to nominate and so I think that's something to, to them appoint. So, I think that's something as political parties we need to so, look at so, in Parliament. So we'll all um, have to wait with bated breath for today.